Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every aspect of Binding of Isaac from tier height to movement speed. I'm Gary Butterfield, and with me as always, the only man who's ever been buried alive in Arlington Cemetery, Will Hughes. Yeah, but that was just because of a tourism mishap. Yeah. I actually just read about the history of Arlington Cemetery. There was a meme going around. Meme seems dismissive. It was a long post about how it was has variously been used as like a monument to Robert E. Lee and oh, yeah. George Washington. Uh, and so just all of America's greatest slave owners. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bunch of smelly old white dudes who never washed their dicks. Yep. And the, uh, what the first graves were dug by a former slave. That's, a, that's such a bummer, but he's buried there now. No, oh, well, still. Is, is like, yeah. Still, yeah. Still I guess that the, still. it was presented as uplifting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we had the cadence of a, a positive state. And hey, and then he was buried there. All well, right, I'm Casey. What, what an honor to this thing. We've just cast doubts on its honorability. Yeah. I'm not that like, you know, there are, of course, there are tons of heroes and, and stuff. Yeah, just, uh, Ga- Gary, because of the item we're talking about. This yeah, week. Gary, don't. It sounds like you're perilously close to disrespecting the troops. I am not. Uh, it's Trinket Sunday, folks. Oh my god. It's been I can't believe it's been a week. Two two weeks? Can't believe it's been two weeks. That's right. Can't believe it's been a fortnight. Ooh, Fortnite now on PS4. Uh Gary, what uh what trinket are we talking about today? Uh Purple Heart. Yeah, Gary, you ever Slipping uh on a, a tail and a purple heart? The uh, Stone Temple Pilot song. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a real Stone Temple bypass. Yeah, I did a... I don't I, have my Stone Temple Pilot's license yet. Oh, that was... that was A oh, nice was, little callback to the Gary, teenage dirtbags of old. Okay, I'm going to say a phrase. Stone mm-hmm. Temple Pilot Wings? Uh, Brayton Cameron. Yeah. This, your friend and mine. Am I am I ripping uh, a Brayton joke? Yes, he, he did a, a musical sting for our segment that was Stone Temple Pilot, uh, Pilot's License that is like three Stone Temple Pilot songs and then that really good like menu music yeah. from Pilot Wings and then goes back into a Stone Temple Pilot song. It's very funny. Gary, you know like, who's fucking great? Is he a Brayton. Yeah, Brayton. I, I love him. Teenage Dirtbag is coming back soon, or by which I mean by the time anyone hears this, yeah. has been back for like a month and a half. <laughs> and so, gone again, probably. Yeah, say what? And gone again, probably. It could, could be. Who even knows? Like we'll release these once every two months. Um, Gary, do you ever find podcasts have yeah. ever been? <laughs> we're, we're ahead by seven years. <laughs> well, no, because at some point it will become a posthumous cast and people will be fascinated by that. That's true. Like what clues to our murderers did we leave in the podcast? Might've been all those times we yelled kill self. I know that's, that's, that's <laughs> the self murderer. Yeah. Um, Gary, do you heart. ever, do you ever take this trinket? No. Um, it is the kind of thing where, like, I get the idea that why it could be good, and there is an item that synergizes with this extremely well. Okay, so uh, let's destri- describe briefly exactly what this does. Yes. Uh, Purple Heart makes it more likely for challenge rooms and boss challenge rooms to pop up, and it mm-hmm. makes more champion enemies spawn. It makes the, it increases the chance of challenge rooms in order to be boss challenge rooms. Oh, it I'm both so, of I, them. It, it morphs your regular challenge rooms I, into boss challenge rooms. I have revealed myself a fool. It's okay. Do you remember back in OG Isaac when boss challenge rooms were always always gave you an item? Uh, I think I remember that. I remember them being very scary at the time. 
I, I, you because you had to have one one heart in. They they made a lot more kind of thematic sense back then because it's like you have to go into one heart, but you always get an item. So it's hard, but you you always get something significant. You always get a boss room item, mm-hmm. and you'd you'd you know hurt my I'd hurt myself down down to get to one heart and then go in hoping there'd be HP inside. Yeah. Um, now it's like you go in sometimes and it's like a red chest that gives you a troll bomb and it's like this is not worth it. Like yeah. this feels shitty. And at this point, the regular challenge rooms also like eventually become boss challenge rooms themselves. That's true. Like I don't I don't know this inflation this this economy. This we'll economy. About, we'll we'll talk about boss challenge rooms when we eventually get to the the challenge room uh, season. The um so the, here here are the edge cases. I think this could be good. Tell me. Um, so uh, champion enemies always drop an item. Yep. Um, of some kind or flies or something good. So you get more consumables if you pick this up. That's true. Yep. You know, just kind of regardless which it's not worth it, but you get more consumables. The uh, there's also an angel room item that was added in a patch that gives you, uh, or it's either added in a patch or it's something, you know, maybe it was a late edition item. Regardless of which, it means that champions always drop a spirit heart. Okay. Yeah, that um, that is got, obviously very good. If you had that with this, you would never die. Yes. You know, like it would be very difficult to die. Unless you got really fucked by some of the more obnoxious champions. Yeah. Because a lot of times the champions are pretty obnoxious. And looking through, there are one or two, like, there are a couple of champion types that do not give an item. Uh, Pink pink champions do not. The ones that can shoot short-ranged blood shots. Yeah. And and that's, you know, those are rare, you know, to be fair. Mm -hmm. But it is, uh, so the item I'm thinking about, and we'll, we'd get to this eventually, but I just wanted to make sure I'm saying, okay. So, uh, I was wrong (gasps) about what that does. It's the, the so the glyph of balance uh, does change drops, but it makes it gives you what you need. Okay. So like if you uh, if you have no keys, you'll always get a key. If you have no bombs, you'll always get a bomb, and it follows these metrics. Okay. So it's still you know this is the item that synergizes with Purple Heart really well. And Gary, but uh, it's an angel room item that I've never seen in my life. Mm-hmm. While we are so. on the subject of champion types, what is your least favorite champion? Ooh, baby. Um. Probably uh, the guys that turn into uh, mush. Okay. Uh, things because depending on what kind of room they're in, they are they already take a thousand hits to kill, mm-hmm. and then if I'm fighting other things, it's just like I'm more likely to get hit. Yep, that's a strong selection. I'm I I go with the pulsing gray, the uh the ones that oh, okay. push away your shots whenever you. Whenever that's really they're. obnoxious too. And and it's subtle. Yeah, yeah. You could just be just could be missing. Um, or there's a, like, you, you're never just fighting them. You're fighting other things too. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell in the chaos. Like, why don't this fucking thing die? I generally like the addition of all the champion types. I think it like anything that makes enemy diversity, which I think is in general weaker than item diversity in this game by quite a bit. Uh, anything that ups it, I'm all for. But. Yeah. yeah. And they've, they've actually, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's weaker because you're judging on a curve, but it's by no means weak. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many different types of enemies in this game. Uh, and if you compare it to any of the Isaac likes, I feel like there's a greater enemy variety in this game than most of them. That's true. Like something in like a nuclear throne is only like barely an Isaac like, but yeah, has those capabilities. And the the item, the enemy diversity in that is a real bummer. Yeah, and the item diversity is a real bummer in that game. Uh, um, you know what? It's only like I'm gonna counter that with the higher you get up, the more interesting it gets. It's just on a curve rather than all items being available at all times. 
well, but part of the appeal of okay, diversity okay. is like the slot machine. I feel like yeah, part of it. You know, I consider that part of like the fact that like at any given point, a lot of things can happen. True. is part of that diversity, and that's definitely not true of Nuclear Throne or Gungeon. Yeah, I guess I, I am thinking more of that feeling of oh shit, now I'm on a roll, like that point gotcha. where like the run has broken in your favor. Yeah, and Nuclear Throne can hit that pretty hard because some of the late game items are fucking insane. For sure, I would I would still say like you can get that in in the first item room in Isaac. True, you know, so like it just it's available in both games. It's just available sooner and more frequently, you know. Um, and that's why we're not doing uh, Throne Gones. Yeah, game of Throne. There we go. Yeah. That was it. Mine was yeah. bad, and then you said the good one. Thanks. Um, the, uh, and like, I, you know, nuclear throne is fine. It's, it's the, it's my least favorite of the three Isaac likes I played a lot of, but I still liked it. Yeah. I, I um, like it because you, you can burn through a run in like three minutes. Yeah. You have, to, you have to, you have to be okay with like almost never getting to the part where you get to the success though. Yeah. You know, and it, like, I think that they both, they're interesting studies because they both handled getting ahead of that curve in different ways. Uh, you know, and Nuclear Throne made it very extremely difficult to get to the end right off the top. Mm-hmm. It embra- and, it embraces the bullet hell side of this a lot more directly, yes. which is not something Isaac really got into until like I feel like Rebirth. Like, yeah, the first really bullet hell boss is the new version of Mom's Heart. Yeah, yep, yep. And the uh, so in order to keep that, so initially you know you start Nuclear Throne and. It is very difficult to get to the ends and thus consequently feels, you know, special, which, you know, that's not a bad thing, but it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. And then Isaac kept moving the goalpost was how they handled it. And what that ended up resulting in is a better and more diverse game because every time they move the goalpost back, they just added a bunch. True. So, like, as they kept adding, like, you know, you know building new floors on the house, each floor has to have furniture, you know, so they do just add new stuff and it ends up just making it, you know stronger IMO. Yep, you heard it here first. Gary Butterfield loves dem- <laughs> loves dementia <laughs> the of and thinks dementia is the best <laughs> boss and the best floor. Yeah, it's a uh, I love it. Um I love it especially in that floor being the attic as previously mentioned. Yeah. Thus transitioning to our yellow wallpaper podcast. Um Yeah, I don't I don't like dementia and I I barely like you know hush. You know, but I do I do think that like just adding that kind of uh just the, the more items is all it would take to make Gungeon or Nuclear Throne something I liked more. Like more items and more opportunities to get them. Yeah, both of those games treat especially Gungeon treat items a little too precious. Yes. Uh and I mean in at least in terms of I mean I guess this is true of both of them. Um also treat like health pickups as extremely precious. Which ends up it just it makes a, a learning curve that I think is just very, very harsh. Yeah, I think that it's you know, once you start taking, I, I, I feel like in Throne, they're not that rare. It's just that you take so much damage when you get hit yeah. that they, unless you are gearing up for it specifically, you are, they are never adequate. Yep. And then, and then you run into something like, uh, and this is uh, where in Gungeon, where you only get health upgrades if you know, you know, flawless beat the boss, which I think is one of the most gobsmacking game design decisions I've ever seen in any game. Yeah. Especially like I, cause I, those I, bosses are real fuckers. It's extremely hard. Like they're very fun to fight, but like just the idea that you will not be good enough to fight the second one, unless you can fight the, you know, even get to the second one, unless you can fight the first one perfectly. It's just such horseshit. You know, I just like, what a, what a terrible decision. And this has um, been enter the Rungeon, our <laughs> combined enter the gungeon, Todd Rungeon podcast. And this was just the enter the dungeon half. Yeah, and when we get eventually get to season forty three, we start talking about the new cars, <laughs> starring Todd Rundgren. Is it um, Rundgren? 
I, I don't think I've ever pronounced it right in my life. Yeah, that's fair. Todd, Todd Rudgren? It's Rudgren. Oh, well. Rudgren. Fuck me twice on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Trinket Sunday. Sunday, Monday. Trinket. Days, Tuesday, Wednesday. Trinket. Days, Thursday, Friday. Trinket. Days. Um, you brought okay. yes. <laughs> and the Segway King. Late, that late game three pointer. I am the Segway Lord. Um, <laughs> did you know, Will, a little bit of trivia for you. In military terms, the Purple Heart is awarded to soldiers who are wounded in action. Just in military terms, though. I, I was, in fact, aware of that. That's that's the kind of trivia you can expect from the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Wiki. Brought to you by Gamepedia. Live on Twitch. Which, this isn't even about getting hurt. <sighs> nope. It's just, uh, you know, it's a, it, the idea is it decreases your challenge, of course. It says yeah. challenge up when you like, pick it up. Like getting shot in the line of duty does for our <laughs> I guess that does beloved service. challenge. <laughs> yeah. I got a good shot. It's going to be really hard to finish this war. Uh, (laughs) Or this life. Yeah. Uh, It's a roguelike war. You don't get more than one life. Um, They should call them warlikes because you also don't get life. Anyway, um, what can people do if they like this show? Uh, Gary, they can go over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Toss us a little money. Keep this old bus a going. Mm-hmm. We're a bus um, now. You can you can also uh, I'm I'm laughing because toot, I'm toot. looking at the next uh, week. Yeah, and, and it lasts yeah. more than a week. <laughs> so I hope you have a good type five on the concept of bowls <laughs> for, for tomorrow. Yeah, so it, it's going to be great. Good um, good teaser. Yeah, good good teaser. So if you like bowls, you will like that podcast. Lord of um, the Segway and the teaser pleaser, <laughs> Gary Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also rate and review the show on iTunes uh, or anywhere podcasts are sold. Uh, and until next time, good night. Good night. <laughs>